Hi, this is Ellen. And this is Alex. And this is our podcast, Uniquely Portable Magic, where we talk about all things books. This week, we are talking about From Blood and Ash by Jennifer Armentrout. Yay! We are super excited, <laughs> and I don't know how we haven't read this series before, because literally everywhere you look about it, it basically is like, if you're fans of Sarah J. Mass, you should read From Blood and Ash. Right? <laughs> like, well, yeah, I know. this should How did it happened. take us so long? I know. Uh, thank goodness we're finally here, because <laughs> I, I had such a great time reading this book. Um, so in terms of a little synopsis, uh, this book follows, what is she, a 18, 17-year-old? I think she's 18. 18-year-old, um, young woman in her, just, I guess, journey through being the maiden and how she tries to defy the expectations and that are put on her and how she deals with those expectations um, in terms of trying to accept them as well as push boundaries. And we get to meet some pretty interesting characters, get some cool fight scenes, mm-hmm. uh, get a ton of different types of like creatures and peoples within this book um, that I'm still a little unsure about, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, So that's something that we'll have to talk about because my memory is a little shot (laughs) all the time. So (laughs) the fact that there are, you get um, like the history of their world through different lenses that Mm -hmm. are somewhat contradictory, somewhat not like, you know, it's not all completely diverging so there's some overlap and then i can't remember what's the stuff that we're supposed to anyways <laughs> i'm getting very sidetracked that was way too long of a little spiel i loved of- it it was perfect <laughs> um as always we are um giving you our spoiler alert we will be talking very in depth about this book um and if you don't want any spoilers now is your time to turn back read the book please come back and join us we want to talk to everybody about it um and if you don't mind spoilers then great i guess Mm -hmm. welcome we love you but we don't get you welcome welcome (laughs) welcome 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 welcome. you're not quite saying it right it's welcome to illyria welcome 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 to illyria obviously with that impeccable singing voice. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry you all had to listen to that. <laughs> oh no, Ellen started singing on the podcast. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, I started it incorrectly, so it's kind yeah. of my fault. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Let's jump into our favorites. Okay. Ellen. Yes. Did you have a favorite character or favorite characters? Let's just, what do you think? <laughs> do you think Ellen could pick just one? No, she couldn't. Um, I feel like I'm yelling. I'm really sorry if I'm being really loud. Um, so I had two. Uh huh. They probably won't be surprising to literally anyone. Poppy. 
Uh-huh. I loved her. I loved her growth through the book. I loved how even though she was supposed to be this maiden who doesn't do anything for herself and doesn't interact with anybody, she had still made Victor teach her how to defend herself. And she still was taking her little liberties where she could. And I loved that. Um, and I loved her, like I said, the growth through the book. And um, she's such a secret badass. Of course, again, she's a redhead that never hurts in my book. Nope. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just adored her. And mm-hmm. then, um, unsurprisingly, my second favorite character was Hawk Castile, whatever you want to call him. Um, oops, I did it again. <laughs> I'm in love with a fictional character. <laughs> uh, it didn't take very long at all. So, <laughs> oops. Um, I feel like oops, I need a support group. <laughs> Did it again to I know. I feel like I need to, I do, I feel like maybe I need like a in love with fictional character support group. Like I just, mm-hmm. he's supportive and he's wonderful. <laughs> it's just so hard to explain why I love him because it's just like everything about him pretty much. So mm-hmm. there's that. <laughs> How about you, Alex? Did you have a favorite character? So, my favorite character was Poppy. Oh, interesting. I know, which is a little surprising because I feel like I've been on a um, male favorite character. Well, you do seem to have a trend where your favorite character is the character that you've fallen in love with. So, Mm -hmm. I was expecting Hawk to be your favorite character. Right, right. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm... uh, Starting a new trend, maybe. Woo! I know. So I loved Poppy for all the reasons that you've already said. Mm-hmm. Um, her spirit is amazing. I really enjoyed reading about like her morals and decision making and the way she, that she thinks, the internal conflict that she constantly was having um and then obviously her fighting abilities were know, super badass. badass and I, I know i love a good badass <laughs> so that feels like an like it should be an oxymoron because you're saying good mm-hmm, and then bad right? but it's not like i love a yeah. good badass yeah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep okay yes favorite part I had one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just only one. Well, no. I mean, again, this is feeling very reminiscent of when we read *The Court of Thorns and Roses*, and I was like, oh, a whole book could be my favorite because it could. It uh-huh. was. I loved it so much. Um, <clears throat> but, but especially since I didn't make myself pick a favorite character, <laughs> I um, picked one favorite part, and I decided okay. it was when pop when the Craven. That's how I've been pronouncing them. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, when the Craven attack the Rise, and she goes out to help, um, <clears throat> like just her archery skills, or as Alex likes to say, arching skills. Arching. <laughs> Why isn't he arching? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, quick side note, fun side story. Alex and I went to see Russell Crowe's Robin Hood movie when it came out, and. There was a part where he was riding into battle 
Um, and she leans over to me and she goes, why isn't he arching? And I had a very hard time not cracking up in the middle of the theater. Um, because, um, that's not a real word in that that, uh, sense of the word. Um, and I mean, I'm brilliant. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I just created a whole new word. Got it. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what was I saying? Because now I'm on. Oh, so like her archery skills were incredible, right? Like the whole part where she like shot the one that was like about to eat Victor from like who knows how far away. And she like, and she had a good enough aim to hit it in the head or heart. I don't remember which one. but Right? She, well, it was both. Like those were the only, so that's the only way you can kill him is both heart and head. Right. And it, so it, she had to be so precise. Yeah. In, yeah. Ugh. What is so, it? No, it doesn't have to be both. It has to be one or the other. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. oh, you, yeah. it could, you could do both. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. I was like, wait, no, no. They don't have to hit them twice. I was like, right. what are you talking about? Right. But um, it doesn't have to just be the head. It could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I loved that mm-hmm. whole thing. And then I loved the banter that came between her and Hawk when he found her up there. And I just, I'm such a sucker for good banter. Like, I uh-huh. just. Oh, I love it. So I was like, there you go. That's it. That was the creme, creme de la creme for It's definitely a variety of humor and comedy that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. It was banter. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Because typically there's just something often like smart about it. Um. And, and like, like the timing it's is like critical, teasing, right? They're and, teasing yeah. each other without being like mean. There's the sexual tension that is just oh, so like prevalent through so much of this book. Oh, oh I know. my god! <laughs> oh, the angst that was occurring in this book. Was I so... I loved and hated it so much. Uh huh. Like. Because there's something to be said about the, like, excitement of that angst and, like, letting it build and, like, when's it going to happen? Can I tell you, though, I was getting to a point where I was like, if this, <laughs> I was like, if they don't have sex with each other in this book, I am going to scream. <laughs> oh, my God. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I had that reaction, but I was just thinking of the the teenage angst that didn't just occur with the sexual tension between them. I feel like there was so much angst in this entire book around poppy just like trying to figure out like what she's doing is it acceptable is it not acceptable Ah. you know like her trying to work through how she's living her life and Mm -hmm. you know that kind of you know finding your way kind of thing and then on top of that the sexual tension, which was also part of that is like, am I allowed to do this? Is this bad for me to be like kissing him or whatever? Right. Like that, that added level of internal conflict as part of that too. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my God. It was so good. Okay. (sighs) Okay. How about you? What was your favorite part? I don't know what that accent was. (laughs) <laughs> your favorite part was part of my favorite part mm-hmm. so 
I had like a theme again, kind okay. of. Um, I loved all of the scenes where Poppy is fighting. Like they were just so amazing. She is so talented and skilled and just it was really great to be able to see like how she reacted to things and her thought processes while in a fight and like how it was just described was so cool like you could visualize it so well um and literally when I was writing down my favorite part because typically like after I finish the book I will then think about my favorite part favorite character and write that at the end of my notes um And as I was writing down that that was my favorite part, I had this realization and wondered if one of the reasons why she is such a skilled fighter is because she has Atlantean blood in her. Mm. And I don't know if that's true. Um, It could just be that, like, her training has been so good. Yeah. That she is extremely skilled because, like, what else does she have to spend her time on, exactly. you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't sure. know if that's the case. Um, but yeah, I, I loved all the fighting scenes where you really get to see her in action. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I got it. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. So... How many favorite quotes did you have? Just two. Whoa, I had way more than you. Um, but one of them's kind of long. <laughs> um, it was another one of those instances where I think it was just too much, like for me to put the book down. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> um. So okay. So my first one. Um, comes after or sometime around when Poppy went to the Rise to fight, and she's talking to Hawk about it. Okay. And um, he says, um, fear and bravery are often one and the same. It either makes you a warrior or a coward. The only difference is the person it resides within. That's one of my favorite quotes. (laughs) Um, And I thought that that was beautiful and Mm -hmm. very true. You know, like it's... How you deal with your fear is what makes you brave or cowardly. Absolutely. Um, And the Mm -hmm. opportunity to be either of those things is in everybody, you know. Um, So I just just thought it was beautiful. Me Um, too. I agree. And then my next quote, which is a little long, comes (laughs) when Poppy is deciding that she is going to have sex with Hawk. <laughs> okay. And um, and that she was worthy no matter what anybody said, because he had said that to her, like, previously and whatever. Not whatever. It was very important and beautiful, and it made me tear up. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. But it's whatever. <laughs> but it's, like, totally whatever. Um So it says, I was reclaiming my life and I had started long before him when I demanded to be taught how to fight and when I made Victor include me when he went out to help the cursed. Those were significant steps, but there have been smaller ones along the way. In a way, they were even more important. I've been changing, evolving just like the gift I was... 
<laughs> Sorry, I lost my own train of thought. <laughs> Evolving just like the gift I was forbidden to wield, but remained determined to use. It was in every adventure and risk I took. It was in my desire to experience what I've been told was not for me. That it was why I had initially stayed in the room at the Red Pearl with Hawk. It was the way I met the Duke's stare and smiled at him when I'd been unveiled. It was when I'd spoken to Lauren for the first time and when I went out on the rise. My evolution kept me quiet as the Duke delivered his lessons and when I sliced Lord Mazine's arm and hand and head from his body. I've been cutting through the chains I never chose to wear. I just hadn't realized it then. There were so many little steps over the years and especially in recent weeks. I didn't know when it had finally happened, but I knew one thing for certain. Hawk wasn't the catalyst. He was the reward. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, girl, yes, he is. <laughs> but more importantly, that whole part was, again, one of my favorite tropes is maybe the right word. Um, but of she knew she was powerful in a, in a sense, right? Like she knew she was powerful. She knew she was skilled at fighting. But now she's understanding her true power and autonomy and the fact that she can do whatever the fuck she wants to do, right? And I was Mm -hmm. like, I was here for it. I was so excited. There also had been so much angst for so long that I was also just, I was like, yes, he is your award. I was like, get it, girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, But... There may have been a little dance party. I like jumped up from the couch and was like, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's adorable. Um, Watching me read is probably, actually probably would not be as exciting for other people as I think it would be. But like, I'm a very emotive reader. Like in case anybody didn't know that. Oh my gosh, that'd be very interesting to watch that. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I really like that quote a lot because... It, it does a really great job of spelling out, like, how personal growth and realizations actually take place. Mm-hmm. And that it is a process over time. But during that time of growth, you're not necessarily always aware of what you're doing and how that's fully impacting you. Right. Until sometimes you have this just, like, epiphany moment And it's not really an epiphany moment, like huge things have changed for you. It's more the realization of everything, all of the steps that you have been taking, like what I said there, which um, (laughs) personally has happened to me recently. Yeah. So that was really cool to see that and be like, oh my gosh, I relate, girl. Though Mm -hmm. my reward was not a... Ridiculously attractive man. man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dang it. You know, I'm still waiting on that universe. Yeah. Why is my reward (laughs) never a ridiculously handsome prince? Like, right? (sighs) Fresh. Okay. Alex. Okay. How many quotes did you have? So I had five, but you already had one of mine. So then I just have four more. So thank you for teaching us math. (laughs) Smart ass. Anyways, anyways, so this is something that Hawk says to Poppy, and then I like I noted it, 
and thought it was interesting, but didn't pull it as a quote until the second time around when Poppy thinks it. Okay. Um, right after Rylan dies and she's attacked. Okay. Then she has this thought of what he had said to her. Sure. Death is like an old friend who pays a visit, sometimes when it's least expected and other times when you're waiting for her. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And isn't it kind of cool that Death's a woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I think that falls into, like, my quote category, which is the majority of my quotes of, like, I just like the way that things yeah. are written, that, I, okay. that it sounds cool, I wouldn't have thought to think of something in that way. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um... This one was more of, like, a personal connection okay. part of actually one of my recent revelations, um, which, funnily enough, maybe you can tell me this because I think we've kind of talked a little bit about it, but there were, like, two kind of main things that have shifted in my belief system, but for some reason I can only remember one of them. So now I'm like, was it actually really that big of a thing? Because I can't, I don't even remember what it is. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, anyways, the quote is, um, let me see. Wow, I don't it's, remember that part. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Something, I think it, one of the times where she's thinking about the Duke, interacting with the Duke, had... Ugh, found out that ball. maybe there was some reason behind his hating her. Mm-hmm. Like, she had just found out that maybe he knew her mom or something. Um, okay. But then my quote is about the fact that, you know, she's thinking about this, that, oh, maybe there's a reason for his hatred, but, you know, in the end, maybe, maybe there isn't. Maybe right. like, she's not his prey due to any reason other than he just wanted to, you know, find someone to treat that way. Yeah. Um, So the quote is, there wasn't a lot that I knew about life, but I knew that sometimes there was no reason. Mm -hmm. And that just really spoke to me because I've come to realize that myself personally um, with how just like certain circumstances befall certain people in life. Mm -hmm. And you just, you can't, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole thing, it is what it is, mm-hmm. used to just be a saying for me. But now, <laughs> like, I, I I understand it more fully. Um, yeah. And I'm no longer looking for, like, why is this happening? Yeah. You know, to every little thing. Because we don't always have that answer. Yeah. Um, which is way to, way to but... take a quote about sometimes people just beat the shit out of people because they want to and make it like nice. <laughs> 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 and like sometimes, you know, things just happen and it's, it's what happens. <laughs> yeah, and it sucks, but it's yeah, it, it, it just is, unfortunately. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay, number um, so three. My next quote was the your quote about bravery which i just loved 
Um, because it's true, it is how you react to fear. But then I was like, shoot, am I just a coward? Because I feel like fear's been ruling me <laughs> for such a long time. Girl, you are not alone. But the good news is, is that it's not finite, right? Like, just because you've reacted one way in the past doesn't mean that you can't react differently in the future. Ooh, I'm so wise. <laughs> Ooh, I should go hang out with Rafiki. Definitely. Can you, see, can you picture that? Just like me and a baboon hanging out in a tree. <laughs> a talking baboon, no less. Right? I mm-hmm. would need so much sunscreen. Okay. Let's... <laughs> Ellen and Africa don't sound like the greatest mixture without a lot of sunscreen. <laughs> yes, this is true. Okay. Um, this one... Is, again, one of those quotes that I I liked how it was written and it just, you know, sounded cool and I wouldn't have thought about a concept this way. Yeah. Loneliness often brought with it a heavy, coarse blanket of shame and a cloak constructed of embarrassment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. Like, just the way that you can visualize these feelings because of how it's written. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. Absolutely. Last okay. One? This last one is said by the Duchess to Penelope. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce her name? Mm-hmm. Yes. Some truths do nothing but destroy and decay what they do not obliterate. Truths do not always set one free. Only a fool who has spent their entire life being fed lies believes that. Mm. I know. And I was just like, oh, interesting that it, to challenge the concept of the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I mean, personally, I don't know how much stake I'm going to put in to um, a baby killing <laughs> human (laughs) oh yeah i mean i don't know that i necessarily agree with that but i thought it 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 was something that made me pause and think yeah you know for sure like okay it is a widely accepted saying in our society of the truth will set you free and other like-minded similar sayings and so the fact that this just like blatantly challenged that yeah um definitely made me like take a step back and think not that I really came to any conclusions Mm -hmm. after that um but hey sometimes the first step is just thinking Mm -hmm. I don't know that didn't sound quite as right why (laughs) um (laughs) okay so I had quite a few predictions in this book that I was so proud of myself for. Okay. Like, literally, pretty much any... Not to, like, toot my own horn, but I'm pretty sure every prediction I made came true. Whoa. So, are you ready for my rundown? Okay. Okay. So, where is my first prediction? (laughs) Um, so it started earlier than when I wrote it down, but I definitely 
um, I, I had, so I, my, it, and it started one way. And then as I read more, my prediction sort of shifted. Right. So almost immediately I was like, there's more to Hawk than what we're seeing. Right. Like, of course, like immediately I was like, there's more to him than this. And then he started talking about his brother. And I was like, so then I was like, okay, but he wouldn't mention his name. Right. And so I was like, okay, so is his brother Castile? Like, is he the brother of the dark one? Because mm-hmm. I figured it was related to that because it seemed like that was the direction the book was heading. Right. And so I was like, so at first I was like, but then I was like, that doesn't quite feel right either. Like, and then f- finally I was like, he's the dark one. Like, he's in charge. And I was right. I was like, heck yeah. Um, at one point, can I tell you, I literally, on page like 521 of paperback book here I read something that I had this moment where I was like wouldn't it be weird or wouldn't it be something if it's not the Atlanteans that are creating the Craven and it's the Ascended who are creating them oh um and I think it was something along the lines of they were talking about like how no one ever sees um Oh, it was when so she um she had they'd gotten to that place that turned out to be where all of his people were mm-hmm. and she had um the the whatever the guard's name was was trying to get her out of Philip the or Philippe or something. Yeah, Phillips. That was his yeah. name. Oh, Phillips. Yeah. And then um, Kieran was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then was like, "Oh, fuck! They're about to take her." And then he like turned into a woven and like all of that. And um, I had had some inklings before that, but like something in that particular page, and I won't remember at this moment, but something on that particular page, I was like, "I wonder if that's like, wouldn't that be crazy? Like, whoa!" And then I was right. Uh huh. So go me. Um, and then I was like, yes, I was right that um, um, about that, whatever. Uh-huh. And then I had this moment. So right after it's confirmed that Hawk is Castile, I had this moment and I was like, oh my God. I was like, what if? He's been calling her princess this whole time because he wants to marry her. And then I was motherfucking right. I was it so was proud such of myself. A foreshadow. Like literally, that was that was my final note, I think. Yes. Literally the final note that I had as I was finishing the book was just holy shit, this whole time his nickname for her was foreshadowing. Yeah. My last line was, I was right. He's been calling her princess because he's going to marry her. And then my last one, I had the thought shortly before it was revealed to be true, but it's when he bites her and he mumbles something like I was, or I should have known after he bites her. Mm. And, um, or he says like, I should have known when, but then she like stabs him and runs away. Or he bites her after that. I don't remember. It's sometime in that little area. And uh-huh. he says, oh, I should have known when. And then he gets cut off 
for whatever reason. And I was like, I should have known when. And I was like, wouldn't that be funny if like Poppy's Atlantean and that's why she has her gift and like she's different than everybody else. And then he should have, and then I should have known when she helped heal his pain all the times that she did it. And then I was right. So. Wow. Look at you. I know. Uh, All right. Either this book was very formulaic and I just like was picking up on the very obvious clues that she was leaving for us. Uh Uh-huh. Or I'm getting better. (laughs) You're just a genius. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I had a couple of inklings as well. What were your inklings? Um, So I didn't have that direct thought of what if the Craven were actually created by the Ascended and not the Atlanteans. Mm -hmm. But I definitely realized that there was like more to the, the story. way the world was explained yeah. seemed very biased. Yeah. And I questioned whether the history that she knew was accurate. Right. I was like, there's just, it seems like the truth as she knows it is not actually yeah. correct. It's and like that it whole like winner's a, history thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I had inklings right away about him being the dark one like did you catch on to his sharp teeth in their first interaction i noted that she thought that they were sharp but i didn't i didn't know if i thought it was because of something else or if because she'd never been kissed or had someone nibbling on her neck or it was just like a way that they were describing Mm -hmm. the feeling versus the actual teeth yeah. 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 So, um, I can't remember. I didn't note exactly when I Fire. questioned if he was the dark one, but it was very early on in my notes. Okay. And yeah. then I got more and more sure of myself as we continued on. And then I just went through a section of really questioning <laughs> sure myself okay let right. me see if i can find it because i literally like went back and forth and just berated myself in my notes as this was happening okay let's see um dun, 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 dun. Where? Oh my god, I took so many notes, but a lot of them aren't going to be really helpful because a lot of them are just questioning. Um, <laughs> it would be maybe it would be really fun for you just to do like a rapid fire of the questions and just like read them off one after another. That'd yeah, yeah. Okay, so first of all, I did a a listing of like all the reasons why I was thinking that Hawk was either Atlantean or probably the Dark One. So he keeps saying that she's not what he expected. Mm-hmm. And we have that repeated so many times throughout the book. Mm-hmm. Um, she mentions or thinks to herself, I can't remember if she says it out loud or yeah. if it's just a thought that she has, that he talks about things as if he's lived longer than he has. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mentioned that sometimes he moves almost as if he were an ascended mm-hmm. um, in terms of just that like 
grace or preternatural like stillness or strength right, right, or right. Ho- however their like otherness is yeah. in this world um let's see then his teeth multiple times have been described as like pointy or sharp or whatever like when they were kissing under the willow he Mm -hmm. distinctly pulls back right as she's about to encounter his like fangs right um as soon as she's like it makes it sound like the fangs are like a separate entity from his body and she's like oh no she's gonna meet the fangs (laughs) (laughs) oh what happened poppy oh i encountered Uh, the fangs anyways um his senses are way better like he can Mm -hmm. see and hear so much better than her in the dark right um when they get to new haven one of the servants like almost bows like starts bowing to him um elijah is like smirking at him when he hawks like can we seek shelter here for the night Mm. and you know that there's like something going on but it's not exactly clear but like yeah. they know each other somehow and mm-hmm. why is hawk lying and all this stuff but um obviously you you know later because they know that he's you know the Can't prince steal. um and then sometimes his movements are described as animalistic mm-hmm. um and he also has an instance where he like shields his eyes from her and it was almost like they were like super luminous and then Mm -hmm. he like quickly just like lowered his lashes so she wouldn't see just the Um, lashes or the eyelids too only the lashes i'm apparently very smart assy tonight i'm sorry yeah (laughs) you're just on a roll okay so those were all of my like the things that i picked up on and my yeah. reasoning to myself of why I thought he was the dark one. But mm. then, just a couple instances later, I was wondering if Kieran was Hawk's Wolven, because we know that sometimes Wolven mm-hmm. and Atlanteans bond, and the Wolven I are... have a theory about how they bond, just as a Interesting, okay. Note. Okay, um... And so, like, the wolven are, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, through the bond, will protect the Atlantean that they're bonded right. to with their life, right? Um, and so, but then my next question was, oh, or is Hawk also wolven? Like, right. You know, like, is that so why he's that? preternatural or whatever? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I noted, no, I shouldn't question myself. He's definitely the dark one. Okay, maybe not. Is his brother the dark one? Right. That's is that's that what he meant that, that he lost his brother me up so much? Right. Like because mm-hmm. he he said that he lost his brother, but his brother wasn't dead. Mm-hmm. Like, does the queen have him? And right. and then I literally wrote, "Damn it, no! Stop downing yourself." Hawk <laughs> is Prince Castile, the dark one. Yeah. Uh, I had that. I had that same issue. Like, oh yeah, he's definitely the dark one. Or is he the brother of the Dark One? Mm-hmm, no, he's the Dark mm-hmm. One. No, he's the brother of the Dark One. Or no. is he Wolven? It's, yeah, I just... I, I didn't had... have... I kind of forgot about the Wolven for a little mm-hmm. while, so mm-hmm. I didn't really think about that too much. 
Um, actually, I kind of forgot about them and basically until Kieran turned into one. And then I was like, oh, right. <laughs> mm. I'm trying to think because I definitely had that thought before we actually, you know, saw him turn into his wolf form. Interesting. But I can't remember Did you when. make a note of when? No. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So really quick. So... Mm-hmm. When the Craven were first introduced, right, she goes, um, it's like when she's going down to the first time to help the guy die. Um, And I was like, I had such a hard time picturing what I thought they look like. Like, and I don't think I still have a good answer oh, I, I of what do they not look like at all. They're in my head, they're like pale or they're like gray and it's like skin, right? But like gross. Um... I actually really like sphinx cats, so this is going to sound really bad, but it's like sphinx cat skin where it's like wrinkly and gross and mm-hmm. um, it's nothing bad about the cats. It's just like sort of their skin is wrinkly. It's just that's fact. Um, so that's sort of what I was picturing like their skin, but I can't tell if I think that they look slightly humanoid like I don't know what I think they look like but I had such a hard time I was like so are they kind of like vampires and I was like no like they drink blood or like eat people so like that's kind of similar but like no I think they're just like monsters right and then I was like I don't know what's happening yeah I couldn't (laughs) I think if we're going to make like a another like a comparison to other types of creatures in, you know, worlds that have been written mm-hmm. about. I think I would have thought more zombie than vampire. Oh, when I was, interesting. Like, but like flying them. zombies, which is mm-hmm. what every, like, but flying zombies, which is um, everyone's I don't, worst I don't think nightmare. I pictured them flying. I Doesn't it talk they, about them flying? Oh, I just thought they walked and like the mist just came with them, which I also did not understand. Oh, I definitely thought that there was wings involved. Oh. But. Did we read the same book? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did. But now I'm like, were there wings involved? Now I'm like, were there wings involved? But like the other way, like you're questioning if that was true and I'm questioning how I don't remember there were wings, and so were there actually wings? <laughs> but, like, the thing is, it's, like, or, like, I thought they were flying, and so I just met, I, th- I thought that meant wings, but, like, maybe it's just that they can fly, but, like, they don't need wings, like, it's a... I don't I think they can fly. flying. <laughs> I think they can fly, because wasn't the one that was about to attack Victor flying? Not that I recall. Weird. I definitely thought it was flying. Um, that's really funny. So if both of us were to direct this first book in a m- movie, I think our, <laughs> I think our Craven would look very different. <laughs> um, which is kind of the beauty of reading, right? Like that's kind of cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, my Craven definitely fly. So whether <laughs> so that's... maybe your Craven are cooler than my Craven. Yeah. So like. Um, whether that's canon or not, I've decided that they can fly. <laughs> okay, okay, sounds good. Uh, but speaking of other creatures, yeah, when I was looking back through my notes, I literally don't know 
how I didn't see that the Ascended are, like, their version of vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Because I literally, it was something, like, Oh, Well, it takes a really long time to find out that they're drinking blood, like, to stay alive. Like, we don't know that they're doing that. Like, we know that it's part of them becoming Ascended. But, like... Yeah, they, but like I, I had eat. some, but I no. had some thoughts about them early on. Just thinking that like being an ascended sounds terrible. Like they can't know. have children. They have black eyes. They're only out at night. Like literally, how did how did we not see it? Right. Well, I did think it was really weird that they didn't like walk in the sunlight. But then I was like, okay, if that's their reason, is because the saints didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was okay. A, I thought so, it was a dumb reason, but yeah. like. So or I had a question gods, about that. Whatever. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So were they only out at night or were they out during the day, but they just like. They have to be in the be shade. In direct sunlight. Yeah. That's okay. Because I was like, wait, but she interacts with like the the Lord who like taunts her and stuff. Mazine. During the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay no, yeah. Okay. They can be out because that's what Hawk says at some point. He's talking about killing them and he's like. Oh, you don't believe me? Great. Lock one of them outside when it's about to be sun and there's no shade for them to hide in. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can be, like, awake and out and about. They just have to be not in direct sunlight. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So, okay. So, and I, we probably should have known because we heard about the wolven and I'm like, clearly those are, like, werewolves. And we should know that most fantasy books, if you have one, you're going to have the other. Like, we should have known. I know. But we didn't. Um, okay, so I had this thought when we met Tawny for the first time. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? You named the black woman Tawny Lion? Like... <laughs> I was like, first of all, naming anybody Tawny Lion is dumb. But also, like, there's such a history of people, like, sort of reducing black women to, like, jungle cats and, like, like turning them into animals. And, like, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I know you probably didn't do it on purpose, like, for sure. But I was like, oh, I have a really, I'm, I feel really uncomfortable about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also learned I really loved Tawny and I'm I'm interested to see if we get to see her again like mm-hmm. will she become an ascended like will right. like will that be some sort of big conflict between her and Poppy in the future will she right. get to the ceremony and be like no I'm not gonna drink a baby's blood like <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah or yeah, now that we know that they, like, drink human blood, it... And, and, like, not even human blood. Like, they're literally taking babies from their families and killing them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's already bad even if they were taking full-grown humans <laughs> and, <laughs> like... <laughs> Lying about what was happening to them and draining their blood, but like it's even worse when it's babies. Yeah, but I just don't understand how people who are relatively, you know, just normal 
don't know what the ascended are and then they have their right and become ascended are all all of a sudden totally fine with I think it's the allure of of immortality or basic immortality, right? Like death is scary and it's terrifying and I think some people when given the choice of immortality but all you got to do is kill some babies. <laughs> um, some people would take that, you know. Clearly, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people would take that, you know. Yeah. So that just reminds me of um, the chant in theater. That's super not PC anymore. That the cast used to do. I know that was so bad. Yeah. So to people who weren't there, this was, you know, it's the thing is, right? Like you look back at things and you're like, that was never okay. Like, why Mm -hmm. did we think that that was okay? But at our, at least at our school, maybe at other schools too, the theater department had this chant before every show where you'd start really quietly and you'd start chanting, we're going to rape, kill, pillage, and burn. And then we get louder and louder and faster and faster and like that was not okay. Yeah, but but it and but there's the eating babies part too. Oh my god, I forgot about the eat babies part of it. That makes it even worse. I almost said you don't part. remember that part. No, yeah, I do like, now. Like yeah, I do yeah, now, yeah. but like mm-hmm. not that's in- that's why it reminded me of that, right? <laughs> I w- I was kind of wondering why it reminded you of that, but I was like, okay, I mean, we can, um, yeah, it was just not super not okay at that point in time. I mean, at any point in time, but for some reason, we thought it was gonna be. It was a good idea, but yeah, whatever. You have to live and you have to learn and. We learned. I don't chant it anymore. <laughs> yes, I definitely don't chant about eating babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's the big part of it, right? Is that it's death is scary enough that some people are willing to do unspeakable things to not have to, or to most likely yeah. not have to face it. Yeah. Can we talk about? No. Each of the different Just like groups of peoples and how they were created because that's just where things get very hazy for me. <laughs> okay. About like okay the ascended are created through Atlantean blood, but Atlantean blood is also healing. But then Atlanteans only feed on other Atlanteans, but he fed on her and he also gave her, or like he gave her her blood. I can't remember what, no, he gave her blood is what happened when she was injured. Did you just say he gave her her blood? He gave her his blood. There we go. There we go. Oh my word. When she was injured. Right. And... So I think she didn't turn into an ascended. And then, like, what are the, how did the craven? So he sort of explains it, right? Is so that he, an Atlantean can make another Atlantean by, it sounds like basically draining the person of all of their blood and then giving them their blood. No, that's how the ascended. 
No, because it's not all... Is it? I didn't think Atlanteans could make other Atlanteans. I thought they could. Oh. Oh, my God. Okay, explain (laughs) what you think is... (laughs) Okay, the short answer is I have no fucking idea, clearly. Um, But I guess I can tell you. So I thought it was... I thought they could. Now I have no idea. Um... Okay, so you thought that Atlanteans were created by a mortal being drained of their blood and then an Atlantean giving them their blood? Is that... Now I'm thinking no, but I think yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any idea. Okay, the so then how, how is an Ascended created? That part I don't really know so much about. Because it was like, it has something to do with drinking an Atlantean's blood and also drinking baby blood. But not so much to do with them losing their blood. See, I thought to be, to like, the right, <laughs> you get drained of your blood. Something happens with needing Atlantean an Atlantean for the right magic happened like it seemed like it was a combination of needing their blood but also needing their body like there was like stuff that wasn't talked about like when you find out that he was that when Castile was used for many years to transition it's something to do with sex too yeah so there's something with that but then the babies are all of, like, once you're ascended, then you just drink mm. human blood, I guess. Yeah. And the what only is thing it that I'm you, for sure about is that the cravens are made when an ascendant drinks blood from a mortal but doesn't take all of their blood. Right. But, so yes, that's true. What's also true, I think, is if then a craven bites a also human, accurate. that yes. person. So there are two ways to create a craven right. were unclear about the the right process to become an ascended um very unclear about like the no, healing properties of the, the Atlanteans. of Atlantean blood <laughs> and like why poppy was fine oh shoot and... i have a whole nother i have a whole nother prediction that i forgot to mention as a side note okay okay so we can talk about that in a second so yeah i don't i have no idea i guess is the short answer about anything awesome because um, i literally finished the book and i was like wait <laughs> i'm very confused i hope ellen can help me because i just she can't <laughs> sorry <No>. she'll <laughs> have to read it again sometime and maybe then she can help you um okay so my whole other uh prediction i, I can't believe i forgot about this so She's, at some point, Poppy's learning about the history of the world, according to baby blood drinkers, right? She Uh doesn't know that they're baby blood drinkers at that point in time. But, and, um, it, like, mentioned something about the war, and then defeating the Atlantean king and queen, and then killing them all off, and then they're gone. And I had this moment where I was like, but no, like... They're literally named Atlanteans, like Atlantis, like the lost city. Like, they've got to be out there somewhere. Like, she's not going to name them after probably the most famous mythological 
hidden city in the world. <laughs> and then, you know, lo yeah. and behold, I was correct. So you I know, I've never seen Atlantis. <gasps> Alexandra Isaacson. I know. We have to add it. <laughs> so we have to add it to the list of movies that I haven't I can't seen. Even, I can't even take a moment to not add it. I'm literally going to do it now <laughs> as we're speaking. For those of you who don't know, I have a huge pop culture gap. Um, it's so embarrassing. It's in everything. <laughs> Music, movies, TV shows, um, just pop culture knowledge, but especially movies. Yeah, the movies are especially bad. I don't really know why those are so bad, but it is. Um, mm-hmm. And for the longest time, it's just been me ridiculing her for not having seen them. And so slowly, I'm starting to compile a list. It's only like five movies long at the moment. Um, yeah, a- it's okay. My coworkers, once th- we started talking about that, and it became a thing in my office where they, like, someone created a spreadsheet and started, like... Can they send that to me? Because it'll just be so much easier to, like, just... Also I'm be trying able to, to think. To I think I have it somewhere, but I'm not sure. And then I also, because it started with an Excel spreadsheet, but then there were multiple, just other conversations that were had where I ended right. up just like writing them down <laughs> on my phone, like in my reminders, because we didn't have the spreadsheet. Right. So some of their recommendations of like they can't couldn't believe I hadn't seen these movies and I needed right. to see them included goodwill hunting shawshank redemption uh the shining scarface godfather crash breakfast at tiffany's uh singing in the rain so i think <gasps> i have seen i think i have seen singing in the rain oh once. my god i was going to be so mad at you okay continue um <laughs> oklahoma lord of the rings but we we already addressed that you can that. finally cross that off i know music man um i haven't seen a, i haven't seen a chunk of those um yeah sorry i don't think you should thunder. i haven't seen the shining but i don't think you want to see the shining yeah. Just from what I know of it, like, I can't do horror movies. And I know I you can't do that. I, I, yeah, no, I, I, that is not a good idea for me. Right. I so. specifically avoid them at all costs, specifically <laughs> and strategically. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but did you pick up on the other, like, names that they were using that were old, like, ancient names, right? So Atlantean, right? Like, Atlantis. Um, their, their country was literally called Macedonia. Oh, like, I did not put duh. that. And then yeah. at one point, Hawk talks about Pompeii. And I was like, and of course, they're all spelled, not Atlantean, but Macedonia and Pompeii are spelled a little bit differently. You know, like in the book, it's M-A-S-A-D-O-N-I-A instead of M-A-C-E. And uh-huh. then Pompeii. Pompeii is like P-A-Y instead of P-E-I-I, but I was like, look at you, girl. I did not pick up on that, but I did have a question for you because some of the gods, I don't know how many of them were talked about here and there, like either given names or were given like the description of who that god actually Mm -hmm. is and like what they stand for. Yeah. did any of those align with, like, the Greek or Roman gods in terms of, like, their names or, you know, I anything mean, like that? Let's go with probably, but um, I don't remember any of them. Oh, okay, gotcha. And I did not 
I mean, it wasn't super prevalent. It was kind of just yeah. like nothing like here full on popped out to me. So okay. maybe not. Um. So sorry. Mm. <laughs> Goodness, Ellen, you should apologize. Yeah. How do you not know this information? I'm so sorry. Um. Okay. So I. Um. So, okay, so I kind of wanted to talk about, I just hated, there were a lot of things that I hated about The Ascended, like, really early on. Oh, okay. Like, the fact that they were so far removed from the people, you know, quote unquote, and physically, like, below them, right? Like, because they're up on the rise. And I kind of pictured the rest of the city being, like, lower so, like, I pictured them, like, also physically oh, above them. okay. And I don't know if that's accurate or not, but it's what I was picturing. Um, and, like, I couldn't figure out if I thought that the there were, like, also, there were also some, like, big city walls that went around the city, but, like, the actual castle was, like, I don't know. If that's... Mm. Okay. But I kind of pictured... And, like, I just didn't like that. I didn't... And I hated what they were doing to kind of all of the maidens, but like also like capital M the maiden mm-hmm. with Poppy. Like it just like, it just made me really uneasy. And I didn't like, like I didn't like the whole, you know, you can't touch anybody in any way ever. That was already just awful. But like, also not letting her talk to people and like interact with people and like making her think that if she literally talked to someone she wasn't supposed to, that she was going to be unworthy and going to doom the rest of Mm -hmm. all of them. Like I just, my poor girl, like, and also like, do you want to talk about how damaging purity culture is? Like, Look, like, look no farther than Poppy. Like, it's so damaging and, like, tying especially a girl's worth to their hymen. Like, Uh it's just, it's horrifying. And I just am so done with purity culture, virginity culture, whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm just so done with it. Like, ugh. Yep. But if I hadn't loved him already... There was a moment, and I don't remember when exactly it was, but there was a moment where Poppy is talking to Hawk, and he says something to her along the lines of, like, what you're feeling is natural and is a natural feeling for a young girl. And like, don't feel bad for what you're feeling. Mm. And I was like, how? Oh, here we go. Um, page 371. You're Again. British now. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Um, I think it was them kissing under the 
Willow, yeah. It's them kissing under the willow, and Hawk kind of stops her, because he's like, if we don't stop now, we're not right. stopping. <laughs> right. And she goes, I'm a bad maiden. And he says, no, you're a perfectly normal girl. What is expected of you is what's bad. And then jokingly, he says, and yes, you're a very bad maiden. <laughs> but like, I just, I think that's such an important thing for... I mean, young people in general, to be told that their sexual feelings are not dirty or wrong or bad or whatever, Mm -hmm. but especially young girls, like, to be told that it's normal to have sexual thoughts or desires or Mm -hmm. actions or whatever, like, that's normal. Like, humans have sexual feelings. Like, that's just... And I just loved that... Like, he didn't even miss a beat. He was like, no, you're totally normal. Mm -hmm. Like, this is totally normal. This weird expectation of you can't literally touch another human being is what's fucked up here, you know? And I was like, if I hadn't already loved you, which I totally did, I was like, there there we go. That's what it is. Yeah, to to add on to that, this is something (laughs) that both of us already know and have discussed multiple times before the whole like purity culture and expectations of young girls and women and everything and um and i don't know if that was one of the reasons why she ended up writing this book the way that she did and how she created the maiden and all of the the like structure that was placed upon her and if it was a social commentary mm-hmm. like purposefully or if that's just kind of how it happened mm-hmm. that when you look at something so extreme like this you're it's pretty obviously like oh my god of course all of that's terrible right yeah right um but when you take a step back and realize that it's actually like that's very similar to the unrealistic expectations we just put on girls every day just mm-hmm. not to that same extreme but the well, underlying the, un- the America, underlying least, you yeah know. the underlying concepts and expectations are yeah. still there um is pretty striking yeah absolutely yeah so i yeah i had a lot of problems with everything about like their concept of the maiden and i had also had a ton of questions and i don't know if you had similar questions or any answers to any of my questions i can try i was just constantly like okay what does it actually be mean to be the maiden like why is she the chosen one how is she the chosen one like is she chosen because she was attacked by the craven and bitten by them and didn't Die. turn yeah or is she the maiden because of her powers right or but but when did that occur and like what is her like role right like okay mm-hmm. she's the maiden now and there's no there's no current purpose it's for the future that she has a purpose and she doesn't know that purpose and isn't that kind of weird that she doesn't like mm-hmm. i just had so many questions surrounding her yeah um 
and was constantly questioning like what she was being I think part of the reason why I was questioning pretty early on like the world as she knew it Mm -hmm. in terms of like thinking that the history that she was being taught was inaccurate and and things like that was because it was so hard to figure out what being the maiden actually meant and you could tell that she wasn't being like there was a lot of information being withheld from her right too yeah absolutely so I don't know if you know of like why she was chosen. I, I like think was it is... her abilities? Was it the surviving no, think, the craven attack? Surviving the craven. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But then they kept mentioning that she was born in a cloak or something like that. Yeah, something like cloaked from like the eyes of I don't know if it was the eyes of the gods or like something like yeah, it so made I, it I seem. I wondered if she was like born. With, like, the amniotic sac still intact or, like, something, like, something Mm -hmm. like that. Or, like, she was born in a strange way. Like, was she breached? Was she, like, Uh, uh was she born with the cord wrapped around her neck but she didn't die? Like, was it something like that? Yeah. And then there was also... I was can't it remember that she was if born was at like night. Like a I don't direct, know. <laughs> right? A direct mention of this, or if it was just implied that it seemed like she's critical to like everyone's survival, kind of, or like the continuation of like the ascended, or there's like something very special and different about when yeah. she ascends, and it that's well, that critical thing, right? to that, other people she, or something. Yeah, like nobody else could ascend until she ascended, or yeah. until yeah. I don't know. I don't have any answer to that. <laughs> um, but there was something about it. Um, so one of the things that I loved so much about her is like. At that first part where Victor is called away to go help the 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 dying guy. Uh-huh. Um, I thought I was going to be able to make like a cute segue, but I wasn't able to do it. So that was just me completely changing subjects. Okay, so we're on to talking about how the basically like the cursed of someone who's bitten by Craven, there's like a transition period and she and Victor yeah. go and... And she helps them. them. Well, she, yeah, she helps them die painlessly, which I think is beautiful. Um, And there's like something called like a death doula, like in modern times. Oh. Where it's like somebody who, I mean, doesn't like physically kill the people, but like goes to make, to be that support system when someone's dying. And then just makes them as comfortable as they can sort of non-medically, right? Like, because I don't think they're medically trained, really. Interesting. Um, so that's sort of what I was sort of picturing, right? Is But, like, also with killing. <laughs> <laughs> also um, with a little killing involved on the side. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's, it's interesting because it's something that I've thought a lot sort of in recent years, ever since starting work at a vet clinic. And there there is something to be said for being able to provide like a euthanasia service, right? Like, and 
giving the animal peace while they're like, so they don't have to suffer and they don't have to. And of course, there's a lot of talk about that with people, right? Like, should we let people choose when they get to die? And like, Mm. you know, and I don't have an answer. This is not me saying that there's an answer. But I understand both sides of the argument much more since working at a vet clinic. Mm -hmm. Because it's easier to look at in terms of animals, right? And it's, of course, much harder to look at it in terms of human beings. But, like, I understand both sides of it so much more. And so, like, to be the type of person, though, who can go in and do this over and over and over again. I know. So, such a strong... Yeah, and like character. the part where he looks at her and he was like, "Are you here to help me die with dignity?" I started sobbing. Like, I was like, "It's going to happen again. I'm getting teary-eyed already." But I was like, "What a beautiful <laughs> thing to be able to offer to these people mm-hmm. who know that if they don't die, they're going to turn into these horrifying maybe winged animal." <laughs> Still up for debate. <laughs> Anyone else who's read this book, can you please clarify this point? Can anyone tell me what the craven look like? (laughs) Jennifer. Because of course we're on first name basis. Right. What do they look like? Can they fly? Or do they just walk? (laughs) Or do they can they jump? Maybe it's that they can jump really far, like they're really strong, so they can jump far and it seems like flying. I don't know. I don't, I don't have a real either. answer. But like, I just, I did. I like, I started sobbing. Like, cause like, what a beautiful thing to be able to offer to people. But like, the type of strength that it takes to be able to do that time and time again. Like, if I already didn't really like her, I was like, yeah, that's it. There you go. Like, you're amazing, and I love you to pieces. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but can I tell you the moment right before she kills the guy, and he's like, oh hey. BTW, I wasn't the only one who got bit and returned to the city. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is it. This is where it's going to start. This is the, okay. This is gonna be, and then I, and I even had a thought where I was like, it's going to be like a zombie apocalypse. So I know, I should, right. Because you find like, out that like he probably went to the barracks right. and, and then you're like, oh my God, he's just going to turn and then he's going to bite all the soldiers. And then, yeah, I thought that that's where yeah. like a big action scene was about to occur yeah. and like a like, like I was getting ready like I could feel my adrenaline activating oh, or whatever. Same. My heart was pounding. I was like, okay, this is it. Like it's okay. We got to get ready for this. Okay, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. like I was hyperventilating, not really, uh-huh. but like almost, you yeah. know. Um again, I'm very emotive when I read. Um and then I had such a moment of relief when yeah, like she kills him, and then like, she basically like books it out of his room, and she's like, "He's not alone. Like we we gotta go." And they get to the other place, and they find out that Ripley, I think, was his name. His dad yeah. was able to kill him. Though for a second, did you question whether the dad was lying? No, because I definitely did for a second. Oh, I, like, I didn't. I didn't. Is he trying he to protect sh- his son and like mm-hmm. hoping that he, that he won't? I didn't return? because it mentioned that they like he showed them where he buried him. You know, like because I feel like to me, if he was trying to hide it, he'd be like, "Yep, totally took care of it. Bye." Like, don't come into my house because like in my head they had to go through the house to get to the backyard, but of course that's not necessarily true. But like, mm-hmm. like it just it didn't. I didn't question it, but I was like, how? On the complete flip side, now. Right? Like, how beautiful that she was able to give that guy a dig- dignified death. But, like, how 
heartbreakingly awful was it for Ripley's dad to like, right? To like kill your own child. Like, ugh. Uh-huh. Ugh. I know. Gross. Oh my God. What? Looking at my notes, I had another... I had another prediction that came true. Oh. I was really sad about this one coming true. There's a part where um, Victor and Poppy are talking about, like, when he dies and, like, what she should do when he dies. And, of course, they're talking about, like, way in the future. Oh. And I had this moment where I was like, I feel like this might be foreshadowing. Like, I feel like... I feel like Victor's going to die. I don't even remember that conversation. Um, Let's see here. 138. Oh, so it's after Ryland died. And she's kind of panicking because she's like, I didn't get to go to his funeral. No, she goes to Ryland's funeral, but she didn't get to go to her previous guard's funeral. Right, right. That, right. Exactly. She was talking about that. And she's like, and he died right in front of me. There's nothing I could do. And then she's like, I wiped my blade on his clothing. And then Victor says, you did all that you could. You did what you needed to do. You're not responsible for his death. He was doing his duty, Poppy. The same as if I were to die defending you. And so when he says that to her, I had this moment where I was like, it's like foreshadowing. He's trying, like... He's going to die. Shoot. And then he, and then I had a brief moment of maybe it wasn't foreshadowing in the part where there's the attack at the right. And it, there's the part where they're like in the crowd and like he and Tawny get ripped away from her and you're like, oh my God, they're dead. And And then then they're both alive. And so I had this brief moment where I was like, yes, okay. My dumb ass was like, he's safe. No. Okay, no. can we can we talk about that yes. a little bit? Because um, one of the things that stood out to me was when the Duchess was like, "The Ascended will take care of it" or whatever. And yeah, I can't and they all went in, and then the, all of their eyes started glowing. That, and then when they um, closed themselves off in that room, and it oh, was yeah, like the was Duchess, so the mad. Lord. And I was like, why are the two ascended doing nothing? Like right. when apparently, I can't remember if we find out before this happens or afterwards that like the, one of the, um, wasn't it? Oh yeah. It was like the, the history that Poppy was taught is like the reason the original ascended were created was to get, like, extra strength in the war to be, yeah. like, the warriors, right, yeah. to defeat the Atlanteans. And so my first thought when we learned about that was, like, well, so then why are none of the Ascended, like, ever fighting, like, on the rise against the Craven? And then that thought came again when they are at the right. She sends, you know, she's like, oh, it's fine, the Ascended are you know, going to take care of it. But then as Ascended, she and Lord, what is it, Mavine or whatever? Mazine. Mazine, thank you. Just stand there and like... Lord Rapey Pants, as I would yeah, like to call them. Yeah, don't do anything. Because they're cowards, and that's how they chose to deal with their fear. Um. Yeah, I definitely had this moment <laughs> where I was like, 
oh, like, I wanted to be in there. Like, I wanted to know what the Ascended were doing. Like, when she was like, and now, of course, I know it was probably like a feeding frenzy. And they just, mm-hmm. like, ate everybody. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Gross. Okay, can I tell you, though? I'm looking at my notes. And it's the part where Poppy stumbles upon the dead servant. Drained of blood. And I literally freaking wrote. So was this lady killed by a vampire? (laughs) And then didn't think anything else about vampires until basically when Hawk was like, they're called vampires. And I was like, oh, like vampires. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to blame it on so much else happened that I just was like, blah, blah, blah. Like I literally wrote down. Oh, vampires? So when that happened, I wondered if it was Lord Mazine and was like, okay, Mm -hmm. there's only, what was it? They didn't think it was, they thought it was Atlantean versus Ascended because of like the amount of puncture wounds or something like that. Right. like, because what, an there's two would for, be... for Atlantean and four for Ascended. Right. And I was like, well, couldn't Ascended probably still just only bite, like, with their top teeth or only right. bottom teeth or whatever? Uh, right. As so... a quick side note, like, I know that they make the vampire bites, like, super sexy in the, like, TV shows. But, like, there's not really a way for that to be, like... In real life, like, could you just put still, <laughs> uh, like, you'd have to like really crank their neck, and you'd have to be like, you know, because like in TV, like they like barely tip their head to the side, and then the vampire is like, ooh, and it's super sexy. But like in actuality, <laughs> right? Like the the actual logistics though is like you'd have to like really crank their head, and then you'd have to crank your head. And then, like, what if they got a thick neck? Then you gotta like un <laughs> unhinge your jaw. <laughs> like, it's not really as sexy as it is made out to be. Right. <laughs> that's well, what aren't Ellen, you? That's what, what Ellen thinks. Just that's like what, these are the things that Ellen thinks about. A large artery, though. So, like, is it, isn't yeah, that typically? Like, so. Yeah, but like. What if you got a thick neck, right? Like, what if you, there's, what if your prey got a, it's got a little extra fluff, you know? Like, <laughs> what that's if they true, were just, but I, I don't know if, how much that. <laughs> I know I'm trying to like, add to out. the, you know. But like, like also like I think the artery is much farther forward. Like I think it's more at like the throat than like the side of the neck where uh, people, they're like. Because, like, this is... Cause this right, is like, right. It's... Yeah, it's here. It's, like, by where... Like, if you were a man, like, where your Adam's apple would be. And, like, they're never biting there. They're always biting, like, under they're the They're biting ear. more along... What is that? Like, a, a, muscle, a muscle or tendon right. or something? Like, I just... I need to speak to a vampire. Because <laughs> <laughs> get- these, the, these are the very unimportant details that Ellen thinks about when she reads vampire books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, right. the logistics. Uh-huh. <laughs> because that's what's important in these, <laughs> in these situations. 
Um, yeah, speaking of logistics, was I the only one who was questioning the logistics of the Duke having been hanging there and how, like, no one saw him or, like, smelled a dead body or, like, how he got there. How he wasn't bleeding out. Yeah, exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I, I only figured that they didn't smell him because there were so many other bodies that, like, that was my only thought was that, like, somehow that was how they were able to hide it. Yeah. Um... Did you also, because I think it was at that point when you realized that, like, he stabbed through the heart, that I realized that the way that you kill a craven is the same way that you kill an ascended. But we knew that already, because she had talked about that. I don't think it, like, hit me. Oh, Until that point, and I was like, oh... They, they are killed the same way as there's something more to this. Mm, like, because the, of that. Got like, it. Like, is there, what am I not seeing here, you know? That did not surprise me, only because I had already known it. But, yeah, yeah well, that. that and, um, and then on top of that, because we know that, like, unless you sever, like, the spinal cord or whatever, you have to... It's not just stabbing a craven in a heart. In the heart, you have to do it with. I like you a, said in a heart. In a heart with like specific wood or something. It has to be, right, it has, it has to, to be, be wood blood, for the blood wood. forest. Yeah, blood wood. Yeah. So then the fact that the duke was killed with that kind of wood through his heart, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Is there a message there that like I'm supposed to pick up on? Yeah. Um, um, can I tell you when they were like, and there was the Duke's dead body. I was like, fuck yes. Like, I didn't even care how he was dead, why he was dead. I was just like, yes, he's dead. I love it. I love how you were like celebratory. And I was like questioning again, the logistics, like, huh? How did See, those that are the work? Logistics. How is he just hanging there? How did those no are the logistics that Ellen didn't care about? <laughs> She was far too preoccupied. Preoccupied? Wow. Preoccupied? Oh, I could believe it. <laughs> I could, excuse me? Um, no, I just distracted myself with pitch perfect quotes. Um, but that's a pretty good one. They should, if they ever make another one, they should add preoccupied. <laughs> to the, Sorry, um, I can't come. I'm preoccupied. <laughs> to um, the repertoire. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I didn't think about that at all. I was just too busy being like, good, he's dead. Mm. And then, of course, celebrating again when she killed Mazine. But it was also like me celebrating and being like, fuck yeah, she killed him. But also like as I was crying because Victor was dead. <laughs> mm. Like mm-hmm. I oh, I had been yeah. so hoping after the fake out at the right where like he was ripped away that I was mm-hmm. like... That's going to be it. I should have known better, but I was really hoping. Yeah. Um, Did you have a feeling that, like, at the right, we weren't actually going to see how the right occurred? Mm -hmm. 
Like, I was hoping that, like, we would finally, and we as well as Poppy, would finally find out more about the right and what actually happens. Oh, but I, I was like, was I don't think happen. that's actually going to happen. And yeah. then, lo and behold, you find out that they, you know. I didn't think, I didn't, I don't think I, what happened was what I thought was going to happen. But yeah. I knew something was going to happen. I, it, and it sort of started when Hawk was like, okay, I'm leaving. And I was like, what? Why are you going? Oh, no, I don't mean that. Because... I also thought that of when Hawk left, I, like, was on high alert and, like, oh, something's going to happen that's out of the norm. And then when that woman was talking to them, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, she's yeah. not giving them certain information. I was thinking, um, like, as we're finding out that they're going to the right, it, that I was interested in knowing how the right occurred because... There's all this hush hush about right. like that process, right? And Poppy has no idea about it. Right. And so I was like super excited to know how that actually worked. But in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what? We're probably not actually going to be able to yeah. see it. She's I probably not actually be able to see it. Yeah. And then lo and behold, what do you know? Like they're just yay, goodbye, and walked out, and you don't actually get to see any of the ceremony. And I was like, of course, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Like, I wished that that wasn't, because I really wanted to know and have Poppy know, but, like, Um, I saw that coming. Um, One thing I wanted to know, so during that whole part, right, after the Duke has been discovered dead, there's a moment where Poppy sees him, like, behind the Duchess, and he's on fire. And I was like, is she seeing him, like, in hell? Like, is she getting, like, a premonition? Because, like, it was, it's very brief. And, like, it's not mentioned again. And t- except for, like, when she says, like, oh, I keep seeing... Like, she thinks to herself, like, why do I keep seeing the Duke? Oh, and I was honestly, like... Honestly, I don't even remember that. <laughs> and I, but it was such... But it was so brief. And I was like... What? I was like, how is he on fire? Because it says something like, um, thank you, past self, for writing down page numbers. Okay, what chapter is this in? Okay, hold on. It's in chapter 26, page 388 in the paperback. And it's like, okay. So, like, Tawny and Victor just, like, ripped away from her. Um, and then they pop up again, and you're like... And then it says, My lips parted. I saw the Duchess behind us, surrounded by guards. Beyond them, I saw the Duke. Flames crawled and licked up his legs, climbing over his torso and spreading across his arms. My gods, Tawny said. I thought she saw what I did, but then I realized that she was facing the entrance. I turned. And so I was like... Oh, yeah, I just thought that, like, in the chaos, a fire had been started. Oh, that makes way more sense. That, like, his body was engulfed in the flames because he was right next to the curtains or hidden by the curtains. So, like, the curtains caught fire. Yeah. In my head, they were not near where his body was. Like, they were still in that. But, like, in my head, like, they were, like, a huge ballroom and they were nowhere near it anymore. And she was, like, seeing him, like, standing. But, okay. Yours makes way more sense. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Cool, cool. Okay. <laughs> I feel I feel I feel better now because I was like, what the actual fuck is going on and why was that mentioned and then nothing else after, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I was like, what 
What? <laughs> okay, yours makes, I like it. Yours makes way more sense. Okay. Got mm-hmm. it. Great. Glad to okay. clear that up. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick side note. Mm-hmm. When they went to the blood forest, did you expect, excuse me, did you expect the whole forest to be red? I don't know how I... Because I just pictured it like a forest. You know, so green. <laughs> and then they were like, ooh, the crimson of the blood forest. And I was like, oh, so it's like actually red. Oh, like... I think I pictured it initially before, like, they went through it and you got more description. Whereas yeah. before, like, we kind of, like, heard of the concept. Right. I had thought it was an actual forest looked like an actual forest except for when you get closer and the trees are instead of like having sap coming out of them it's like red yeah and that that was the like bleeding trees or whatever but every like the nothing else was red yeah um Um, so i was very surprised by that and then (laughs) So the part where they start walking into it and Hawk's like, don't look down. And she looks down and she's like, oh my God, these are human bones. I had straight up Lord of the Rings vibes when Legolas, Aragorn, and Gimli go under the mountain to find the dead king. And like, I think it's like Aragorn steps out first and he crunches and he realizes what he's standing on. And he's like, hey, maybe don't look down. And then Gimli looks down and he's like, oh my God, these are all skulls. And then of course there's the beautiful part in that movie when like the ghost wisps are like reaching up and he starts trying to blow them away. And he's like, (laughs) like, I just had, I was like, I was like, please Poppy, please start blowing away some invisible ghosts. Like I just... (laughs) Oh like, my god! I want a full Lord of the Rings moment here. And then right after that, they start talking about the Barretts, the Barretts. Yes. Oh my god! I wanna, I wanna know if you thought what I thought. So and immediately she was like, "I wonder if there are Barretts here, or Barretts, or whatever." And I was like, "What about the R O U S S?" Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, right away. I had. I was like, "Oh my god, are they R O U S S?" And then, of course, right away, it was Princess Bride. What about the R-O-U-S's? R-O-U-S's? I don't think they exist. And then he gets attacked by one. And so I was was like, when she was like, I wonder if the Barats are here. They're like giant rodents. And I was like, oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're rodents of unusual size. (laughs) And um, And then, though, they had that moment later when they were in the forest after Poppy and Huck keep each other warm um and all of a sudden she's like this herd of barats that's what i was calling them maybe i'm pronouncing it wrong but i'm from the midwest sorry um (laughs) and they're like running away from something and i'm like "Mm, that doesn't seem good (laughs) if they're known for eating humans and they're running away and not even second like giving the humans a second glance. I'm like, something is chasing them. Yep. And then mm-hmm. sure enough, it was the craven. Um and I was like, thank you, but yes, I went from like Lord of the Rings vibes to Princess Bride vibes really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick up on the Lord of the Rings one, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Princess Bride. Yeah. Absolutely. Um Okay, so one of the things that I liked most about 
the angst between Poppy and Hawk was the added angst of did he know that she was the person who snuck into his room and then didn't wait for him like he told them to right and so like for a long time like you're like oh he probably knows and then you're like but does he know but like he probably knows but does he and like I loved that so much until finally like there was a little something when it was like he knows. But then I had this moment where I was like, when did he figure it out? Because I don't think it was right. And then, of course, later he tells her he figured it out the minute she took her mask off. Right? But, like, in my head, I liked the idea that it was, like, before that somehow. Like, <laughs> and where he was, like, walking down the hallway and was like, oh, hey, look, that chin looks familiar. And then was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> like, I don't know why he would have, like, remembered her chin or whatever. But, like, I had just, like, a really fun time just, like, making up scenarios of, like, the few things that, like, made him remember who she was, or realize who she was. Um, but speaking of that, I had a really hard time at the beginning of the book, right? Like, when then she was like, I slipped into the room, and there was someone else there, and I was like, who the hell room did she go to? Um, who the hell room did she go to? That was a great sentence. Um... And then the part where she was like, and then all of a sudden he was like spinning me around and kissing me. And I like, know. I was, I was like, like, what are you doing? This does not seem okay. <laughs> what are like, you doing? Why aren't you leaving? Like, I, know. I was, I was like, um, have you ever seen Anchorman? Mm-mm. It's not like cinematography at its greatest, but it's funny. It's a classic. We should add it to our list. It's enjoyable. Watch it once. You'll enjoy having watched it. Um, but there's a part, and I won't tell you what happens around it, but there's a part where something's happening and then all of a sudden it like quickly switches back and it's Will Ferrell sitting at his desk and he's like, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> and that's exactly what I, cause like all of a sudden she was like, he grabbed me and then we were kissing and I was like, oh, oh okay. That escalated. Right? Like what, what great message does that send to your young readers that it's totally <laughs> fine for a random stranger who you can't even see cause it's dark in the room to just start like kissing you when, right? Yeah. And then, but then the part where she was like, oh, he thinks I'm Britta, right? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, but how does he think I'm Britta? Because I'm like taller and heavier than she is. And then there's a part where he like picks her up. And I was like, wait, how does he not realize that she is not the same person? Like if she is in fact taller and heavier. Right. And by her accounts, way heavier. Like. What the hell is going on? Mysterious stranger right. and then i mean I'm then we find sh- out like later like, that that he know. already knew that it wasn't her but then uh, very shortly afterwards i was fine with what was going on <laughs> um but i loved that whole part um but what i really loved more than anything is like i was like wait how does he not realize that this is somebody different and then he realizes it's someone different and um he's like wait who you know they have this whole thing and she's like will you tell me who you are princess and she's like princess and she's like and like right there already he's like oh my god just the foreshadow it's just beautiful i know and she's like 
she's like, I'm not demanding, but get off of me. And he's like, do you really want me to get off you? And she's kind of like, no, right? (laughs) And then he asks for her name. She won't tell him her name. She says, I'm no one. And he's like, that's a weird name. And I just immediately was like, oh, he's got a sense of humor. Ah. Dang it, I'm hooked. (laughs) Right? Like, you're like, um, this situation is not okay. I'm not okay with this situation. Oh, maybe I'm okay with this situation. I know. Oh, maybe. Okay. All right. (laughs) And then, and she's like, she's like, I'm no one. And he goes, what a strange name. And then he says, do girls with a name like that often make a habit of wearing other people's clothes? And then she goes, I'm not a girl. And he goes, I would sure hope not. Like, how old are you? Like, let's just double check on this. And then she's like, I'm old enough to be in here. And he's like, okay, good. And then he introduces himself, and it's so funny, because he goes, I'll tell you who I am, although I have a feeling you already know. And he goes, I'm Hawk Flynn. And she just goes, hi. (laughs) (laughs) And that was so endearing, like, because, like, at this point, she's laying on the bed. He's on top of her. Like, they've already made out. He, like, they're way past hi. Right. And he's like, I'm Hawk Flynn. And she's like, hi. And I, <laughs> like fangirling. Like, I know. <laughs> and I was like, I feel that in the depths of my soul. I was like, oh, you sweet, beautiful child. Like, Oh, my gosh. I was just, I was just hook, line, and sinker. I was already in love with her also. Mm-hmm. But then shortly thereafter, there was a little something that made me love her even more okay and that was her absolute fear of spiders (laughs) and we hear it a couple times in the book Mm -hmm. where she's like she's like i'll take on anything as long as it's not a spider but the one the first instance was the one that got me the most um 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 where was it here she was thinking about being found unworthy and being stripped of her status and all of a sudden and then she's like whoa that's totally irrational like slow down and then she Mm -hmm. goes but i can be irrational and then it goes like when i saw a spider i behaved as if it were the size of a horse with the cold calculation of an assassin (laughs) and i was like that's a great way to describe it because that's what happens to me and like i don't mean to kill them because i know that they're really important and i know that they eat bad bad bugs like they eat mosquitoes and they eat other bugs and like for the most part they're not out to murder me but like and so I try not to kill them but every once in a while I just freak out and flip out and I kill them and then I'm like oh like (laughs) I didn't mean to kill you I'm sorry but like I was like that's the perfect way to describe it is like that they're not you know penny sized at most but that they're the size of a horse and they are definitely there to assassinate you (laughs) it's so true oh my gosh yeah i (laughs) i go through phases of like how startled or scared i get of bugs yeah um so sometimes i'm like oh bug okay like just like gross but whatever but it's really if like a spider all of a sudden comes into my line of sight and they're like super close to me and I had no idea. Um, or if like all of a sudden I realize there's a bug on me, then I freak out. But I remember like this one morning 
I encountered two spiders within the span of the same morning and they were like super both of them were super close to me woke up and there was one right above my headboard and it's weird because typically I don't look at like the wall behind my head when I'm laying Mm -hmm. in bed but for some reason I did I saw a spider right there freaked the fuck out like jumped and then a little bit later that morning, I have a chair in my room. I was sitting in that chair. There's a bookshelf right next to the chair. I'm like, you know, reading or on my phone or doing whatever. And I look and see that there's a spider right there on was the bookcase, the which is right next to me. No, because I killed the first spider. Oh, got it. So it mm-hmm. wasn't the same you spider. You left out that crucial detail in your story? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So. Um, you sound like a... my coworker. And she was like... <laughs> She was so cute. She was like, I don't mind bugs. I just don't like when they startle me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, that's actually a really good way to, like, talk about it. Like, because it's true. Like, in theory, I don't mind bugs. But I, I, it's true. I hate when they s- startle me. Like, that's the That great- <laughs> and, like, I don't like them on me. Or, like, yeah. like the thought of you wake up, you realize you have a spider bite on you. So then the thought that there was a spider crawling on you in the night as you're sleeping and you didn't know it, that kind of freaks me out. Yeah, absolutely. And then sort of in the last vein of why I loved her um, is the first line of chapter 21, page 309 in the paperback. And it reads... (laughs) It took less than 24 hours for me to, yet again, do something utterly reckless. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I love you so much. I know. There's so many things about these characters that I really enjoy that, like, if it were outside of a fantasy book, wouldn't make sense for me to enjoy. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, um the way that they just very flippantly talk about, like, violence and... (laughs) Oh, my God. Speaking of that, when... Oh, my God. When Hawk looks at her and he... Or whatever, and he is like, you're an absolutely stunning, murderous little creature. Right? And I was like, I've never wanted someone to say that to me in my entire life, but all of a sudden, I have this inkling that I would really love, especially if they... Because he has an accent in my head. Oh, Okay. I haven't decided what accent, but definitely mm. at the very least British. Okay. Um, but like, hmm. All of a sudden, I have kind of a, like I wouldn't mind if someone said that to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had like I had the like the funniest like girlish like squeal after mm. like, and I love how much he loves how kind of bloodthirsty she can be. Like, I just love. Right. I love that care. I love that he likes it. I also like that she is. Yeah. Which again is like in real life I that's not something <laughs> that's not that a quality I, that you look for. No, that's to not people. a quality I like. It's not a quality I aspire to be. It's not yeah. something I find attractive. Like, but in a book I'm like, oh, okay. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Um so so Sort of my last grouping of things that I wanted to talk about was just sort of 
them, like the two of them, like Hawk and Poppy. Uh huh. Um, is there anything else aside from that that you wanted to talk about? Um, there might be, but I've been trying to scroll through my notes because we've been kind of jumping all over the place right. and nothing stood out. So, okay. um, so nothing okay. that I could think so, of. So, like I've mentioned, I loved and hated the like drawn out and then like we would get like little instances like because of course as soon as they were like making out in a little bit more like at the beginning of the book like i was just like okay when's it gonna happen again like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know clearly they're meant to be like let's just right let's like just you <laughs> even though we were super uncomfortable and not okay with the situation initially <laughs> as soon as we became okay with the situation then we were like 100 and then we were ready for more yeah and like mm-hmm. i'm a little embarrassed to be like at, i was like oh he grabbed her oh they're kissing i'm not uncomfortable and then very shortly afterwards i was like i'm okay with it yeah right <laughs> um oh, so, what does that say about us i don't know but it's fine <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to plead that it's the fact that it's in a fantasy book and it's not real life. And I think that's, I think that's kind of true. Like, I think you do kind of have to check your morals at the door when you're reading, you know, like, or at the very least, like, don't hold a fantasy book to the stand, like, and the characters in a fantasy book to... And not to say, like, read a fantasy book where people are, like, raping and murdering all the time. Like, but, like, there's a certain amount of, I don't know, fantasy <laughs> in books like these, right? So, like, whatever. But I was okay with it is <laughs> the short answer to all of that. But I, um, and so then, especially after they were like, Hawk's going to be your new personal guard. I was like, yeah, he is. <laughs> like, I was like, he's going to guard her person really well. <laughs> And then they, like, flirt a little bit. And then there's the part where they're on the rise. And, again, he doesn't know it's Poppy, but, of course, we know it's Poppy. And, like, they flirt and and fight a little bit there. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this so much. <laughs> and then they're, like, making out under the willow tree. And I'm like, okay. But then there's a really long stretch where the tension is building, but that was the part where I was like, if if something more doesn't happen before the end of this book, I am going to riot. Because, like, she was building the tension to such a crescendo, right? And you just mm. want them to get together. Right. And, like, and then you get the moment, and then you get, like, the moment in the blood forest where he's... <laughs> warming her up right Right. like and i'm like oh my god i can't take this anymore (laughs) and then they finally have sex and i literally was like thank god (laughs) like (laughs) i was like and thankfully we don't have to wait for book two but can you imagine if they didn't do it in book one and then we had to wait for book two like can you imagine that would have been i would have been so angsty Um, but then there's a moment after, like, in, like, when he gets called away, and he sits down with her, and he's like, no matter what happens next, remember that this was real or whatever. Right, and then I was literally just like, oh, no. And What's gonna happen? Something bad's going to happen. I know, I was like, why is he making her promise to remember? Like, something, 
something bad's about to happen. And then, like, shit does. It kind of hits the fan, right? And then, like, um, but what I loved about the shit hitting the fan, right, is so, like, Phillips comes to take her. He's realized something's wrong. She's She thinks he's crazy until she sees Kieran, and Kieran turns into a wolfen. And then she's like, wait a fucking second. Right. Um, I also love just how, like, in some instances, she's really on top of things, and she's, like, picking up on things. And then in other instances, she doesn't realize it until it's, like, right in front of her face. And then she's right. like, oh, something is wrong, because this guy just turned into a wolf, huh? Like, Yeah, well, part <laughs> of it is, like, her belief system... And, and right. what, not even just her belief system, but what she believes to be true is challenged like in she so many ways. Exactly. Part, part of it is how, how she trusts Hawk. Again, yeah. what she believes to be true, who she believes him to be. Yeah. Right. But um, then and that's the, shattered so many times. And then there's the part where she gets to the barn and like she's surrounded by a bunch of people and then Hawk comes in and then they start fighting and I loved this probably was another like way up there on one of my favorite parts is that they're fighting and Kieran, Delano and Elijah are just like commentating on the side. Right? <laughs> oh, so good. And then it's like <laughs> like she like punches him in the side or something and Kieran's like, "Damn." And then Delano's like, "Should we intervene?" And then Elijah's like, "No." Like <laughs> This is way, this is the best entertainment I've had in forever. Um, And like, uh, and then Elijah's like, my money's on her. Like, look at her go. Like, I was like, oh my God, I already love these three. Like, I'm already like, (laughs) right. (laughs) I've already um, hook, line and sinker. Like, great. I love all of you. You're hilarious. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the energy I want in my life. Absolutely. Did you have a moment when she stabs Hawk, Castile, whatever, in the heart? Did you have a moment where you were like, holy shit, did she just kill? Like, did she actually just kill him? Oh, yeah. I was like, he cannot die. Like, what? (laughs) But then I also had a moment after we found out that he didn't die, and I was very thankful, but I was like, what a fucking twist. Like, if she had actually killed him, like, whoa. I know. Like, no one would have seen that coming. Like. I know. I'm glad. I'm so glad she didn't. But that would have been big props to her if she was like, Mm -hmm. oh, and by the way, he's fucking dead. Like, Again, jokes I'm, on all of you for right. <laughs> falling in love with him. <laughs> Again, I'm very glad she didn't. Yeah. But um, I did have a moment where I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I was like, girl, I know you're mad at him and he lied to you and all that stuff, but he's ha- he's hot and he loves you. And wh- wh- why'd you kill him? <laughs> and then I was like, he can't be dead. He's not dead. He- is he dead? Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm glad I wasn't alone in thinking that, though. Like, um, I just have a note that says LOL, or my people LOL is what it says. Oh, so this is after they 
uh, had sex in the woods in the snow. Um, and he's like looking at her and he's like, like staring. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. Okay. So, so sorry. So yes, it's after that, but, um, She's taking a bath and warming up after having sex in the in the snow. Okay. Um, and Kieran comes in and he's staring at her naked in the bathtub and she's like, um, whoa. Right. And he's and he's like looking at all of her scars and he's like, Among my people, scars are revered. They're never hidden. Ah. Mm-hmm. And she goes <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> she has this thought that the only scar he could see was the one along the side of her waist. And then she's like, at least I hope so. And then she goes, among my people, it's not to- polite to stare at a naked woman in a bathtub. And then he goes, your people sound incredibly boring. <laughs> and I was like, yep, I like him a lot. But mm-hmm. that's the part that I I have this weird idea okay. or thought about how the woven bond with the Atlanteans. Okay. And I think it's sex related. But don't they bond when they're, like, really young? Okay. Then if it's that, then it's not sex-related. <laughs> but I was just thinking about how much sex does seem to play a role in, like... Because there's something about sex with making new ascended. Mm-hmm. There's something about it with... Like, obviously, it's a huge focus of this book, right? Is her uh-huh. not being allowed to have sex. And so that was, like... It seemed like that was part of it. But yes, if they're children, then I rescind my... I clearly don't remember enough about yeah, I, that. For some reason, I'm thinking they're children, but now I'm questioning questioning that and wondering if it's actually more along the lines of, like, when they go through the calling, which I think... Is, like... Is, like, when they're, like, young, 18. but no longer, like... Children, children. Right. I don't so know. So that's, see, that's what I thought it was, is like, it was around the time of the calling, which is like, you know, at least old teens was my thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, I don't know. It was just like something that like crossed my mind because like it was so prevalent in other bonds and creation stories and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that I was mm-hmm. like, um, interesting. But I could be totally wrong. Um, and then my last little thing also is a note that doesn't make any sense until I look at what I'm trying to look at here. Okay. Oh, they're talking about. Um, when she was attacked, when she was in the um, dungeon, and like Jericho and all the people came down, because like okay. she just walked into the <laughs> walked into the like eating hall and saw all of them like pinned up on the wall. Oh dead. yeah, mm-hmm. and she's talking about it, and she's like. Everybody deserves dignity and death, right? And he's like, well, they sure didn't think 
you deserved that. And she's like, no, they were wrong, but this isn't right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, homegirl, two wrongs don't make a right. Like, I was like, oh, again, this is like two pages before the end of the book. But I was like, if I didn't already love you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. You know, like I was so I was I was so proud of my homegirl. And then the book ends on, oh, hey, we're getting married. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, we're going back to Atlanta. Atlantia. Uh, I, kept, I did keep saying Atlanta when it wasn't Atlanteans. I was like, oh, they're going to Atlanta. No, Atlantia. <laughs> um, but I was... Um, yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah. By the way, we're, we're not going there. We're going here. Why are we doing that? Uh, duh, so we can get married. And I was like, uh. I, I, I was like, I, excuse me, what? I After I did my little celebratory, I was right. That's why he was calling her princess moment. I was like, I feel like he missed kind of a key step of the marriage timeline of the, I don't know, asking. Right? <laughs> and like, I'm also not convinced that she doesn't hate you a little bit still. Like, I know you guys had sex again, but, like, that didn't really feel like, that kind of felt like fucking versus, like, I love you, let's have sex. Right. <laughs> right. So I, I had this moment where I was like, um, sir, I do think you have a few things you need to discuss with her before marriage is on the table. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That um, sort of concludes what I want to talk about. I'm so excited for book two. Ugh, yeah. I have so many questions. I'm so excited to see more of my new favorite characters. Um, and by new favorite characters, I mean sort of... Um, I keep calling him Hawk, even though I know his name is Castile. Um, but like more of Castile's people. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for banter. I'm now excited that it's kind of turned into like Eminem. M- M- and... <sighs> it has sort of turned into kind of like an enemies to lovers situation. Mm-hmm. And I love a good enemies to lovers. So I'm excited about that. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just that ending like literally that is just dropped there and left and And you're like wait i'm sorry that's that's the end of this book like such a great cliffhanger i cannot imagine not being able to read the next book right right um and like let me tell you right so like of course people who are listening won't be able to see this but like in the paperback i don't know did you read it in a hardcover or like no, in a i read book? it uh as an ebook okay so in the paperback version this is where the book ends and then there's there's words underneath it so at first i was like great more book awesome because it's like we go home to marry my princess and it's like a line break and then I'm, I'm like perfect more words great that's of course not the end and so I start reading and it says also from 1001 Dark Nights and Jennifer L. Armentrout discover the prince the king and the queen and I was like wait what wait 
that was the actual end of this book? <laughs> because then also there's this many pages mm-hmm. of like additional material. And I was like, I thought I had at least one more chapter. Like, I know. Like, Alex, just as a quick side note, like all of these pages are blank. Oh. There are like seven to eight pages at the end of this paperback that are just blank. And I'm like, rude. How dare you trick me into thinking that I had at least another chapter in this book? And I don't. That's <laughs> like, weird. Isn't it weird? But whatever. Well. I'm excited to read the next one. It's going to be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else, my dear? I don't think so. All right. Well, as usual, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at UPM Pod Official. We're on Instagram at Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast. And of course, you can email us, as always, at Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast at gmail.com. And maybe if you email us, tell us what you think the Craven look like. <laughs> because clearly, we have no idea and we can't look it up because spoilers. So let us know. We'd like to hear what you have to say. And we'll see you next week to talk about book two. 